You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, ticketfm.com. Get it after. Rubber Duck from LinkedIn says this, Martinez is going to be Frost right into Nebraska and is right out. I just wish we got to see Frost with a better quarterback and see what he could do. And, and this <laughs> this this goes along with um, the whole Adrian Martinez is Frost ride or die, if that kind of makes sense. And I, I was telling Rico this during the break, 402-464-5685, Sutter Hammond text line, Honda League and Hotline. I was telling Rico this during the break. I, I'm not sure how much I believe that Adrian Martinez is Frost's ride or die more than the fact that they might just not have anybody better behind him. I, I think I think that's the the issue. Because you kind of, I mean, think about it. We can go back to last year once again. Um, I, I think Purdue on Saturday actually was probably Martinez's worst game. If it's one of those up there, off yeah, off the top his first four interception game off the top of I mean he had three interceptions going into the game and he threw four on Saturday more than double going up. going into Saturday or I should say like just right sitting right now I can't think of a game off the top of my head that Adrian played worse in. The score might not have shown that you know it was that bad. That just looking at the score, but if you were watching the game by the end of the or by the start of the fourth quarter, you just kind of did not feel good about it because you saw the way that Adrian was kind of playing. Mm. However, going back to last year, you can kind of see they were high on Luke McCaffrey as a quarterback until he got in there, and so that's where I kind of debunk that thought of that Adrian is Scott Frost ride or die. No matter what. However, then let's talk about that. Because that means that they just have no trust or, or they don't believe in the guys behind them to go out and win that game on Saturday. And if a quarterback that on Saturday threw four picks, threw three of them that were very ugly, and you don't have a dude behind him that's better... Or, or that you, you, you ha- doesn't even give you a, a, a slim chance of, of getting on top of Purdue. You don't have a guy behind Adrian Martinez that you have enough confidence in to not throw three interceptions. Like, uh, uh, you have your starting quarterback who you brought in your first year. He's been your he's been your number one choice for four years. And I'm not saying he's his ride or die. I just think that, as you said, it's just behind him. There's no confidence, but that mm-hmm. that speaks volumes on the coaching staff and the players that they've decided to bring in because these players. It's not like these players were were not being recruited by other programs. These, these players were wanted by other programs. Nebraska, you know, got their commitment. They brought him in and. When they get here, Nebraska's just decided, even with their quarterback playing poorly, that they're not going to play any of the guys that they brought in to be the the leaders of their offense in the future, hopefully. It's not like you brought these guys in just to bring them in. It's not like you, you got Logan Smothers out of Muscle Shoals, Alabama, just to sit him on the bench and and treat him like a scrub. Like you you there's a reason you went out and you got him. He's shown some type of 
flashes of being able to be a quarterback in the couple of games that you've put him in when they're blowing people out. Like, at least he can run the ball. He can he can throw the ball. It's not like he's going to throw three interceptions in a in a single quarter and, and double up what Martinez had already done. Like, he, Martinez didn't have it against Purdue. Just bring somebody else in. You brought these guys in. Use them. 402-464-5685, Sarder Heyman text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline. Um, th- this texture hits it right on the head. Hey, guys, if the issue is that we don't have a QB better than Adrian, isn't that also a Scott Frost problem? Bingo. If that's the case, if they're just not benching Adrian because just because they don't want to, then that's that's another problem. Um, and, and one thing with Logan Smothers, you have to remember, we talk about him being highly recruited. A, a big reason, if, if, if I'm remembering correctly, is that they were one of the first teams to really have interest in Logan and and really offer him. And then all the other schools came in, if I remember correctly. So that helped out Nebraska in that recruitment with Logan Smothers. Um, and, and we're getting these off the text line about Noah Vedrol and, and Tristan Jebbia. L- listen, I don't know. I, I just know what Adrian and what is in the quarterback room right now and if you're telling me that some dude after after a, a three inter, a ugly three interceptions that you're not even willing to try another guy, that's worrisome in my opinion. Because, like like Rico and I have said, it, it worries you about development. It worries it, it is worrying about um, just the overall talent in the room. Because you cannot you cannot ignore the the thought that what happens next year. Because let's let's go in and play that game next year. Let's say Scott Frost returns for five for year five, and Adrian Martinez does not. Well, is it a okay? Yep, just Logan Smothers because he's our do best they, option. Do they go with the the guy who's been in the program longer with Logan Smothers? Do they go with the guy who they, you know, the the hometown guy that they 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 decided to bring in 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 Heinrich Harburg? Do they go into the transfer portal and bring somebody in? You know that's that's a big question if if Adrian decides to leave and I if I'm Adrian I don't I don't I'm not gonna come back I mean you've you've done everything you can you you're extremely polarizing people either love you or they hate you I you know it's it's I, I honestly think it's two options for Adrian Martinez it's declare for the draft and see what happens or transfer somewhere that's that's what I would do let's uh let's go ahead and get to a couple of the quotes and sound bites from Coach Frost earlier today he was actually asked about this because Logan Smothers has played in four games so they were asking him what's the plan for Logan is is he going to redshirt is is that why he didn't see the field on Saturday and here's what coach Frost had to say no he you know he's number two right now so if we need him he's got to be ready to go and uh, he's been doing a good job getting better every week what does that picture look like we don't see practice so what does that Smothers how has he evolved uh Smothers can really run, really understands the offense, makes good decisions. Um, he's throwing better and better every day we're out there. Um, you know, I, I think he just lacks a little bit of experience right now, but he's done a great job when he's gone in. So I'm excited about him. Um, if he gets an opportunity, I'd, I'd expect him to be ready. When does he get once that again, opportunity, Scott? Once again, the, the experience part. I, I'm confused um, and, and curious when he could get that experience because Saturday seems like a good good time is his only experience as a backup quarterback is is the only realistic option when Nebraska's up big on Northwestern 
when Nebraska is beating able- Buffalo, when Nebraska is beating Fordham, when Adrian Martinez has to has to sit out of a of, of a couple series because he takes a helmet straight to the chin. Those yeah. are the only the only times that you can get Logan Smothers in the game. You 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 don't think maybe if if Adrian Martinez is is struggling a little bit, you might want to sit him down and get Logan Smothers in the game so he can experience some type of resistance and be ready for next year before if you if you decide to roll with him as your starting quarterback next year mm-hmm. before the first game in Ireland against a Northwestern defense that I'm sure will be more improved than it is this year. Because we kind of know what the thought or what the coach can do at Northwestern. Pat Fitzgerald and he that takes, defense he takes is, abs, he takes absolutely nothing and, and forms it into a bowl team that somehow sneaks through a, a crummy West division that get plays in the <laughs> Big Ten championship game. That Northwestern defense, I'm gonna say it's gonna be pretty strong next year. Pat Fitzgerald, if he if he can do one thing, it's coach a defense. So if you're going to roll out your your starting quarterback, well, your backup quarterback into your starting quarterback next year against a conference opponent who historic, well, lately historically has very strong defenses, I don't know about that. We get this off the text line from Nebraska ball fan. Do you think they could be hesitant to put Smothers in because of how it turned out when they put Luke McCaffrey in? Here's what I'll say: is I hope not, because if that's the case. That speaks about being gun shy and that you're you're scared of what could happen. So and and that's accepting mediocrity. Basically. And that's the one thing that when Scott Frost and his staff came here said that this was that was not going to fly was mediocrity, which you can argue that in four years it has been. And also when when you're looking at that is um Kind of one of the reasons that you would be on on the side of cha- making a change within the coaching staff next year is, and, and that's where we can talk about this. This this will obviously carry over in the next segment, but you cannot be. And I, I tweeted this out on Saturday right after the Purdue game. You cannot be sitting there at the beginning of the season and say you have to get to six wins. You can you have to get to to seven wins, and then halfway through the year say, oh, as long as he gets to four or five, it's okay. You can't do that. I don't care about the schedule because it's, at the end of the day, if you're going to adjust your parameters of expectations as the season goes along with, with injuries and with everything like that, then what are expectations? What, what do they really mean? Now, now, with that, you can be realistic and say, listen, a couple things didn't go our way, but as long, like after the Michigan State game, let's say after that one, there were no more special teams mistakes. They figured it out, and now we can look back on uh, uh, you know going into Ohio State saying that loss against Michigan State was a blip on the radar. That was uncharacteristic for Nebraska. But you can't say that because now we here we are at three and six with staring down the games of Ohio State, which is playing as good a football right now on the offensive side as anybody in the country. You have Wisconsin who's starting to figure it out, who not necessarily a top twenty-five program, but they're at least looking better on defense mm-hmm. than they had been all season long. They're figuring out what to do at the running back room, despite a couple of their guys leaving the program and being kicked off because Paul Chris was able to adjust. And then you have Iowa, which Nebraska in the last six years, talking about recent history, has not played well against Iowa. And so if you are okay with whatever coach you have, not take Scott Frost's name out of it. Even if Mike Riley or Bo Pelini or... or Heck, Dave Aranda was the coach at Nebraska. And you're okay with switching your expectations mid-season because of 
it's just not right where we are quite yet. We're close, but we're not quite there yet. If you're okay sitting back and saying, as long as they get to five when at the beginning of the season your expectation was seven or or a bowl game or, or better, then then I would like to say check yourself. Because then what does expectations really mean? It's a rough look. Because then when do you draw that line? In year nine? When it's, okay, you know what? We've had eight years of switching the expectations halfway through the season of saying, okay, as long as he gets to five this year, he's okay. But then year nine, it's like, okay, year nine. We, we, have to, we have to keep it. Because at the beginning of the year, we were saying that this year. Is that you have to keep it at six. You have to say it has to be six or less. Or six or more, excuse me. If you're on the hot seat and you're coaching for your job and that is the expectation set by... I mean, I guess it was former administration saying, you know, seven. What do he say? Seven or eight or eight or nine wins. I don't remember what Bill Moose well, said. Well, Bill, Bill but, Moose was eight, eight wins. Yeah, was the but seven you know, or eight. It, you know, administration sets that. You know, but we're gonna throw that out the window because that's you know, yes. former administration. But you know, you you you're playing with the best roster that you've had. You're feeling extremely confident about this year. You've got a four year starting quarterback. You're you're four years into rebuilding this program where you've got nothing but your guys. Um. You can't really fall back onto blaming previous staffs or anything like that. Like this is this is your squad. This is a squad that you want to win with because this is the squad that you've built up yourself with all of the people that you wanted. And the expectations were all right. We've been we've been bad the the first three years. This fourth year, we need to get to a bowl game and we'll build from there. And you get halfway through the season, more than halfway through the season, and you're like, all right, well, as long as we can. As long as we can, you know, win two of our last three games against this this yeah. tough competition, we're all right. You're coaching for your job. You 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 need to get to the postseason and and show some more progress than what you have shown. You need to win games that you are favored in, games <sighs> that you should win, and you haven't done that. There's games that you were not favored in that you've played extremely close, and that is impressive. But the fact that you're losing games that you are supposed to win kind of wipes all of that away, especially after two weeks to prepare for a team that you are supposed to beat, a team that had, you know, before the game, one scholarship running back that was ready and healthy to run. They got Xander Horvath back, but he didn't. I, he scored a touchdown, but he didn't put up many yards. He got a couple of carries, but for the most part, it was their 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 one scholarship running back that was healthy before the game started, uh, and and their defense kind of shut you down for for an entire quarter. Like it's it's just frustrating to to take the goalpost and move it so so much further closer to where okay, well if you if you win one more of these games, I think you're okay. Well, and and because now you're sitting here with Ohio State and and Wisconsin and Iowa, and looking at it and say, okay, now it's a three and six Nebraska team going up against three of the better teams in the well, two of the better teams in the Big Ten West, and and probably the best team in the in the conference. We'll, we'll see how the Michigan State Ohio State game pans out. But you're saying, okay, maybe you know what if if Nebraska can win two of three, then they end at five and seven, and oh, okay, maybe that's okay. No. No, because you cannot adjust the expectations in the middle of the season. You can be realistic and say, okay, we didn't get there right there. Or, excuse me, we didn't make the expectations this season, but we still won a couple games that we weren't supposed to win, so it's okay. But that's also okay in year one and two. That's not okay in year four when everything kind of seemed to be 
the way that you had wanted it, you had been building it up to that point, it, it, it's not okay. And then, if you want to throw it in, you're at a place like Nebraska, where the fan base is as passionate as ever, as anywhere across the country, and now, if if you aren't named Scott Frost, the staff or the, the fan base is not okay with shifting expectations midseason. And because if you remember it, and I don't have to remind any of you guys, Mike Riley didn't do a good enough job here. And he was 19 and 19. And Scott Frost has had an extra year, almost a full extra year in, and he's 15 and 26. Now, once again, I said this on Friday and this has not changed. And I know Rico's in the same boat. We both want Scott Frost to work here. Every Nebraska fan wants Scott Frost to work here. But you cannot change expectations middle of the season. You cannot um, settle. If when, when Nebraska football is the main driver here, you cannot settle just because of the coach's name. And slowly over time, over these last year and a half, over the last two years, you cannot deny that Nebraska football, the fan base, has started to settle. Because Not because they're, they're happy with how things are going, but they're becoming happier with less. And if, if you think about it, six years ago, that would not fly. And I, I don't have to be 45 years old to know that. And so that's my whole thing is you cannot, at the beginning of the season, talk about how important expectations are, how important it is that they meet expectations, and then be okay when they fail to hit those expectations at the end of the season. You can't be okay with it. And that's just my thought on it. Let's go ahead and take our final time out. When we come back, we'll wrap up Monday's show next. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Whether you seek adventure, search for answers, break down barriers, or see the world for what it can be, you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit cia.gov careers.